0: Oh, oh, one more thing. Listen, oh, there's one more thing. Uh, just one more thing. Yes, just one more thing. A podcast all about Colombo. I'm John Morris, and I'm R.J. White. This time we're talking about Butterfly and Shades of Grey. Originally broadcast January 10th, 1994, starring William Shatner, Molly Hagan. Jack Laffner, Richard Klein, and Peter Falk as Columbo, directed by Dennis Dugan and written by Peter S. Fisher.
1: And every episode of the podcast, we're joined by a special guest to help us discuss Columbo. This time around, we're rejoined by Forbes.com science editor Alex Knapp. But before we bring on Alex, uh, Columbo's summary ring, do your thing.
0: William Shatner and his magical, always-changing mustache play Fielding Chase, a popular conservative talk radio host who isn't afraid to play dirty when it comes to going after his enemies. When his adopted daughter has a chance to leave the roost and begin a career as a writer, he won't have it. You see, he was in love with her mother and has, shall we say, transferred certain similar feelings to his young ward. Desperate to keep her close, he murders her close friend who'd been filling her head with ideas of a literary big time back east. Entered Colombo who just wants to do his job trapping the killer in a web of lies, as well as find a good deal on one of these newfangled cellular telephones, so long as they don't give you a brain tumor. That's the episode, and welcome back to the program, Mr. Knapp. You did a 70s one, and now you gotta do a 90s one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's the price I pay, I guess. But Uh, you...
0: but, But this wasn't bad. You chose this one. Why did you pick this one? We gave you the chance... As opposed to spinning the big uh wheel of not entirely good Columbo nineties episodes, you said, oh, let's do this one. why do you want to do this one?
2: Uh well, uh for two reasons. Um one, you guys had already done the other Shatner and Nimoy ones, and so I wanted to do one of the <laughs> Trekkie ones. So uh and, and two, um I'm I'm just now watching the um the eighties and nineties episodes uh, uh to follow along with the other Columbo podcast. Um, mm. And I hadn't seen all of these before. Uh, I'm, I'm and, sorry, and the they... other what?
0: There's another Columbo podcast? I had the no, other idea. I, I had no Quick, idea. other Columbo podcast. Quick other Columbo podcast. Throw
1: a Doctor Who episode in front of him so he'll get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I was I... hoping, Alex, I was hoping you picked it because you knew whether cell phones gave us tumors.
0: I know, that's the thing, like, that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching, like, I wonder why I picked this one beside from the Shatner thing, and like, oh, well, no, it fits, because yeah, the weird was... technology, early, like, 90s technology thing, there's a lot of discussion of that in here, and I figured that yeah. was maybe a reason. I thought, like, oh, okay, that... that's interesting, So it fits in with, like, the other one you did, the uh, the robot one that John hated. Uh, yeah, so it's like, it, oh. It inadvertently fit in. So oh, I, okay, I, I good. Look- I love this one because it would the the
2: the entire murder plan. I, I watched this one with my wife, and, and she's like, you know what's cool about this? You couldn't pull this plan off now.
0: No, <laughs> it wouldn't yeah, work.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, you almost <laughs> have the same technology today. It's yeah. just, it it finally works.
2: Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, well, Columbo well, plus wouldn't be able to do the answering
2: machine thing—the answering machine oh, being right. able to pick up on the line, like which was genius. Actually, I really yeah. thought that was kind of brilliant.
0: Yeah, I mean his 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 plan, uh, Shatner's uh, character's plan, was such a weird blunt murder, but that was actually a kind of a clever twist to it.
1: Breathlessly laughing as he picked up the phone.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, was, I was outside. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: the perfect way you do that too. And then um, yeah. and
0: then to bolster, he's this is it, it fits in with something that I think is and actually I'm gonna say from the outset. I surprisingly enjoyed this episode a great... I didn't expect to, but I enjoyed this one a lot. This was a fun one to watch. And it all comes down to Shatner and Falk. And Shatner having such a great time and doing a great job as just playing... This mustache twisting villain. Well, mustache movement. Well, right? yes, exactly. Mustache, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mustache, mustache
1: yeah, color
2: what? changing, mustache thickness changing. Some, yes. Sometimes you could see it, sometimes you couldn't. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, in the this,
1: same uh, scene. I'll tell you that this is the first 90s episode I watched when I bought the DVD set.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: so so you had false be... hopes. I did. I thought, oh, the 90s episodes aren't that bad. <laughs> they get, they <laughs> get very bad. But this one's yes. very fun. So yeah, this really it's fun. wonderful.
0: Yeah. It made me, actually, it kind of, I, I was thinking today, it, it made me kind of wish, because, like, uh, that Shatner had been, you know, like a Culp or a Cassidy and done more of these. Well, that
1: reminds me of one of my notes yeah. here is if they ever do get around to doing a revival of Columbo, where, you know, Mark Ruffalo has often spoken. Oh, on bring it back. Yeah,
0: bring yeah, Shatner, bring Shatner, back. Shatner back. Shatner should be back for sure. Cause... First
1: murderer. Murderer number one needs to be Shatner. Or yeah. He was one. great. Just bring him in. Yeah.
0: That's I, great.
2: Exactly, I, I wish he could just, we could just go full out and bring Shatner back as William Shatner as the murderer.
0: Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, no, that was, I think, it's like uh, uh, the, the uh, first one of his... Uh, I think uh, Maggie Sirota was on. We talked about it. Um, yeah. And it worked out so well because he played this kind of just uh, weird, strange, egotistical actor guy. But it played to a lot of his strengths as a performer. It did. But then yeah. this character did that same thing as being this very strange, creepy, egotistical, conservative radio host. And yeah, it just... they They picked like perfect... Roles that he could play very, very well both times, and I, I, I thought that was great.
2: Yeah, it it was really well done, and 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 actually, the, his radio persona was kind of interesting because yes, um, you it's it's weird how talk radio, the political talk radio, has kind of changed because this conservative persona that he has is. It, it, it's a little Rich Limbaugh, and I think that's what they were going
0: for. Yeah, because it, I mean, it, he was it, super it, popular around this time, right. like getting nationally but, popular.
2: Yeah, but it comes across, though, as still a little more, um, I don't know what uh, Peter S. Fisher's, uh, he was the writer... Mm-hmm. Uh, what his background was, I know he did Murder She Wrote and a bunch of other stuff because I actually looked them up because so I was interested. Uh, but but the character is, is a little less Russell, a little more George Will or Bill Buckley, a little more urbane and mm-hmm. um, kind of witty. And uh, I mean, you know, you don't really see, you know, not really the way talk radio ended up evolving well, actually, or cable news shows or stuff.
0: Another influence I've got it written down here. It just seems so obvious a lot of times. It was um, Sweet Smell Success. The whole plot with having... I mean, in that, it was J.J. Hunsecker and the sister. But in this, it's him and the adopted daughter. He's got kind of like weird, Mm -hmm. creepy things toward... But it's the same weird public persona. And just willing to slander people just to get it out there. And just kind of grooving on being uh, popular and rich and wealthy and connected... And in confronting people in restaurants, and yeah, I, I just, I think there's a lot of that in here too. Like the, the Bert Lancaster character in that film. It yeah. is interesting that he's theoretically
1: a political talk show host, but he, I think there's maybe two mentions of politics at all during the episode.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and one of them was about the ERA of all things.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which well, also th- not wanting to talk about Harry Truman.
1: And not wanting to talk about Harry no. Truman, <laughs> yeah. which are probably, it, 1994, are not exactly hot-button issues. No.
2: Yeah, and then the environment in, a, in right in very early scene. Like he was going to send first the scene, lady like, a book. Read my yes. book. Right, about How yeah. all those environmentalists don't know what they're talking
1: about. Yeah, so. that was that was probably the one right-wing thing that seemed yeah. to stand.
2: <laughs> no, no, we had well, a, plus, like, plus. he had a gay researcher and no problem with it. Right? Like, you know, all this other
1: stuff. So.
0: Until he wanted to... Yeah. Come up with an excuse for him not to be. That's okay. Let's talk about that too, because I thought it was really interesting how just casually and cool they were addressed. They were about addressing uh, the researcher, the reporter being gay. Like in the first scene, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. he's with uh, Larry from uh, Three's Company. Richard Klein doing a fantastic mm-hmm. job. I yes, think. he's great. Oh yeah, this is he's, the only fact, thing really I've good. seen him in that I enjoy him in. He was great. Let's
1: let's. I want to. I want to divert this for one second sure, to sure. say. Really wish Richard Klein had been a murderer on one episode.
0: Oh, I could see Ooh. that. Yeah. 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 I thought yeah, he was yeah. really good in this. I had no idea he could just play a guy like this. Yeah. I'm sure. I feel like
2: he'd be more a partner. Like one of the ones where there's two guys in cahoots, but one's like the real mastermind.
0: Mm. And oh. he'd be the other guy. Okay. I feel like he'd Let's be a that. good
2: other guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a new role in the Columbo mythology. Well, there's your there, murderer, murdering your victim.
0: And not quite there's the poor bastard, but yeah. <laughs> one of the other ones. So. Uh but yes, but I mean like the first scene, he's there with uh, Richard Klein. And it just so casually dropped like, oh hey, I'm sorry to hear about uh you and your longtime uh partner uh breaking up. But it's it's but yeah, no, it's it's great that it's just treated like it's no big deal. Which I was right. just surprised. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's stupid that it should be surprising for, like, a 1994 TV show, but still it was surprising. Like, oh, okay, they're just... It's just a normal thing.
1: Good. Well, 94 would have been about the time on TV when they were doing a, doing a lot of stunt homosexuality.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: If you remember, the, like, this is the episode where two girls kiss, and they would, pre- like, preview it two weeks in advance.
0: And this, it's like, no, it's just like, oh, he's gay, so yeah, what?
1: He's he's a gay character, That's and his, his relationships and his... I guess his relationships form his backstory, that's the only... I know, they way don't define the character.
0: The only time they they try to make it define the character is when Shatner's trying to make it a possible false motive for the murder. That's it. Right. Otherwise... Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I,
2: I, I like how I, I made a note that Shatner combined his kind of homophobic slanders with... Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Of, like, <laughs> he did,
0: yes. Yeah, 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 definitely did that, yeah.
2: So, so just, yeah, you I mean, know how
0: these people are. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh.
1: But again, like not wearing his politics on his sleeve, exactly. He didn't go right. too far. And
0: he so, was just, But he was just trying to use it to try to weasel out of the fact that he had murdered the guy in his own house. Because he yeah. wanted to have sex with his adopted daughter. Yeah, pretty the pretty symbolism
1: much. is interesting, huh? Oh my yeah.
0: goodness gracious, yeah.
1: Luckily, that didn't become a huge element, because... As fun as the episode is, I think a pretty good way to drag it down is to have a father lust for his daughter. That's a good way to take the fun out of a thing.
0: Well, I know, but the, but I mean, it just really added to him being this just creepy, creepy villain. And the fact that everybody else, even Columbo, everybody else in the episode knew that's what really was going on with this guy. Yeah. Everyone knew. Yeah. Everyone was aware. Sometimes it was explicitly said, sometimes it wasn't, but Everybody knew that's what the real deal was, which I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes, hey, yeah. so implied incest—it's <laughs> a great sorry. topic yeah. for a program. I, I did
2: make a note of the very creepy hand kiss at the very beginning. Oh, oh yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It was creepy. He was like rolling. He was like rolling it like an egg roll in one hand. Yeah.
0: Yes, pretty much. It was great. <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I mean, I mean, great in terms of Shatner just really sold it. Oh, well, he did so well the so. entire thing. Yeah, there you good. know,
1: there's a real place for Shatner's brand of acting of override. Yeah. and yeah. it's in something like this, which is a big theatrical murder mystery. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely he's absolutely perfect in it. When yeah, he's, no, this is when he's like pouting and growling in his exercise room when when Columbo. When oh Columbo I, does a oh very yeah, very scene in Columbo intro.
0: fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Colombo leaning over the gate and screaming.
0: Oh, yes. that's that's one of the best scenes. Yeah, Columbo, uh, There's at one point. Uh, Columbo goes up to the guys. The guy's insane house that has an, um, uh, kind tram, of basically. a tram that goes up a, a hillside. Um, the gate doesn't open. Columbo is just climbing over the gate, just yelling, "Hello!" Hello, I can't get the gates not it's open. Mickey. I'm here. Can somebody <laughs> let me in? But the thing is, that is just kind of a nice culmination that the entire episode, most of the scenes with Columbo and uh, Shatner are, are played almost like comedy bits, where Columbo mm-hmm. is just intentionally getting him all mad and just head up like he's just some kind of. It's like an Abbott and Costello thing, where. Well, actually, no. A better thing would be uh, uh, Norton and Ralph Cramden. Mm. Or he'll just start telling him something like, "Oh yeah, well there's this important clue," and like, "Oh, this tea is great," yes. and he'll go on about it. And try to be like, "You were saying about the clue?" Like it just is like very, very old-fashioned comedy routine almost. Well, you know,
1: more than that. Uh, unlike a lot of the '90s episodes, it was more like an old Columbo.
2: It really was. Yes.
0: No. Yeah. yeah, Excellent point. Yeah. 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 No. It did feel like a lot more like one of the '70s episodes.
1: A lot of the '90s episodes try to uh, summon the spirit of Columbo just by having him mention dog, mention his wife, Mm -hmm. be in the old car.
0: Which they did that a little bit with the car, having the terrible engine knock added in as a Foley thing every single time it stopped. But yeah.
1: But this yeah this one it was the things he did and the way he interacted with people was more like the old seventies episodes.
0: Yes. And and yeah. he did a lot of investigative work. It was yeah no, this one it, it felt uh these nineties ones I've seen, this is the one that felt the closest to uh one of the uh original classic we'll say, Columbos. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, one one note I made here and one aspect of the dynamic between Shatner and Falk I really liked is that this is one of those very rare Columbo episodes, and I think there's only one or two, where the murderer knows Columbo's on to him, but he doesn't think it's because Columbo's clever or figured it out, but because he's too stupid to <laughs> to follow the clues he's leaving for him. You know what I mean? So it's like Shatner never respects Columbo throughout the entire oh, episode. Oh, yeah,
0: and he says it at the Not end, too. once. Yeah.
2: Um, you know but he knows columbo's on to him but he he but he just thinks it's cuz columbo's too dumb to
0: follow the trail he's leaving yeah i just so, yeah figures he's just not going to up putting it all together somehow yeah know? i thought that right.
1: that might have actually been why he was so exhausted in the exercise room scene with seeing columbo again cuz he's like for god's sake man i gave you the clues yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. and then he yeah. has to painstakingly explain satellite television to him <laughs>
0: What's another wonderful technology thing? Yeah. Is it true we can get 100 channels on this thing? <laughs> Try 200. That was crazy. Oh, wow, 200 whole channels. Just dripping with contempt. <laughs> well, he doesn't know uh, what that is.
1: Um, I guess if we're going t- uh, to... I'm going to tell uh, the audience, by the way, if it gets really quiet, it's because I'm not holding up my end because I have a cold, and I'm muting so I can cough.
0: Okay, that's
1: just so just so nobody wonders why we occasionally go.
0: It's a well, we'll call it a respite. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) that it anyway. It means
1: RJ's not holding his end up, is what's yeah,
0: pretty much like every week. Um,
1: Uh, we we can jump into what I think is the big issue of this episode, the the most fascinating component, which is how many toupees. Yes. And. How many mustaches? Yes. were used in this episode. That's the shown. first.
0: That's the first thing you notice is the mustache changing in color and thickness yeah. from scene to scene and position. Yes, Sometimes it's yes. yes. fucked under what his nose.
1: It definitely sometimes.
0: changed that's position. A, yes.
1: one time and, it's... And,
0: and <laughs> I was
2: trying. I was trying to figure out if if it if it was just one of those weird lighting things where if he was wearing. One color, it was darker, and another color you couldn't see it. Oh, right, the way it was lit, or I was just like trying to figure out why it couldn't stay one color. Because you try to
0: be generous as an audience member, you like, "Oh, well, it's just the the lens, the lens," or like you said, yeah. the lighting. And then at certain point, you realize, no, it's they just put a completely different fake thing on his lip for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. And Which, one time it, it's almost black, and the rest of the time it's yes. almost a... like maybe, yeah. maybe that was a choice for the character, but do you think they they would have addressed it somehow?
1: Yeah, they would have shown him doing a little just for men
0: if that were the case. (laughs) Yeah, but no, it was just there. Odd choice by uh, director Dennis Dugan. So I I
1: have here thanks to photographs what I believe is the definitive uh, count of the number of toupees and the number of different mustaches in Uh, use during the episode. uh,
0: Sourcing? Sourcing?
1: Sourcing? Shatnerstoupay.blogspot.com. Okay, a fantastic site that tracks Shatner's use of toupees in his many roles. There we go. This is a great blog. Uh, so, looking at this, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys guess how many toupees do you think were used by Shatner in this episode, and how many mustache toupees do you think were used?
2: I have to say, at least five mustaches.
1: Okay.
0: I'm going to say four mustaches.
1: I'm going to give... Uh, put a put a game show noise in there, RJ. I'm going to okay, give that to well. you. There appear to be four ah. mustaches. Oh, uh,
0: four. Okay.
1: Uh, one dark, three gray, and the three gray are all different lengths.
0: <laughs> Why? Why do that? <laughs> Why do this?
1: Uh, as for on-the-head toupees.
0: Oh. That, I don't know, because I didn't really notice a ton of difference in his hair throughout. I wasn't... I, I was so mesmerized by the mustaches that I didn't uh, notice the hair stuff.
1: Maybe that's why the mustache was there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm 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 bowing out of this one because I'm not sure.
1: All right, Alex, I'll I'll say three. That is correct. Hey! A, All right, a, nice. <laughs> on a technicality, there are two toupees that he actually wears uh in the episode one gray and one darker actually uh, yeah. uh, one grayer than his normal hair and one darker than his normal hair what? <laughs> neither of them actually as gray as his hair
0: all right then sure why not uh,
1: and then there's a photo a very large photo in the uh in the offices of mm-hmm. Chase's building oh yes i
0: actually uh, made a
1: note of that uh, oh okay it's, it's like big brother. Is, is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's his author photo from his from uh his Star Trek novel the Ashes of Eden Okay. <laughs> that they ad- that what? they added a mustache to. Oh my god! And so he's wearing a different toupee. Okay. Three, technically speaking, three toupees make an appearance in this episode. Oh dear. Wow. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way though, because the toupees are just dominating the conversation. See, I, yeah,
0: that th- I did not notice. Yeah, I didn't notice the hair so much because I'm just used to his hair being peculiar in things. I think. Right. So I just block it out. Um. Yeah, it was just the mustaches. You could not be ignored, at all. <laughs> it was just a bizarre choice. I don't get that. Like, it was didn't that? look good at any point.
1: There's no point when it looked like a real mustache.
0: No. So why would they? And if they were trying to make like the connection between, like a real life uh, host, you know, like the Rush Limbaugh doesn't have a mustache. Why would they do that? So I'm right, not maybe, sure why. Maybe
1: two. Make sure that it looked very different from an established. But it host. doesn't.
0: Oh, I don't know. It, it's just, it's yeah. just, uh, just an odd, odd, peculiar choice. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, so I, I mentioned uh, Dennis Dugan before. Uh, the direction of the episode, it seemed like a '90s crime TV show, pretty much. There wasn't anything really distinctive about it. I thought.
1: Yeah, I was. I was kind of feeling visually, like, at least. Yeah, it no longer felt like a movie, which I think is true of a lot of the 90s episodes. Right. Pretty yes. much. But it does yeah. feel like... It feels like an NBC murder mystery, like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night kind of TV show. TV yeah. show.
0: And, and the guy who directed Dennis Dugan uh, went on to direct a lot of Adam Sandler's films. Uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, the, uh, the... At this point, it's not a trilogy. The Grown Ups part one and part two saga. Mm. So he went on to great things. But he actually has a uh, 1970s crime show connection. Uh, he was in a show called Rich- Richie Backelman Private Eye, which was a stealth pilot uh, from the Col- uh, the Rockford Files. Right. Back yeah. in like uh, 1977, 78, something like that. So the guy's got a bit of a pedigree. <laughs> Went on he was to bigger also, things.
2: and you may have blocked this from your memory, and I don't blame you, but he was one of the myriad number of other police officers in Last Salute to the Commodore.
0: I haven't seen that one yet.
2: Oh, wow. Well.
0: I have not yet seen it. We'll, we'll get there. From what I've heard, unfortunately, we will get there, but yeah. I actually have not seen that episode yet. John, you've seen it or no?
1: Last Salute to the Commodore? Yes. Well, I've seen them all. Oh, okay. Well, then there we go. But I, I don't I do, It doesn't stick out in my memory. We I've talk heard about it's a, a weird,
0: lot. peculiar one that is, doesn't feel like... It's with, um... Oh, God, I can't forget. The guy from the cruise ship one, Man From Uncle... I can't remember his name, the actor.
2: Man From Uncle?
0: The, the, the guy from Man no, From
2: Uncle... Robert Wagner, isn't
0: it? It's Robert yeah. Wagner or Robert... Wait, hold Not on. Not
2: Man From Uncle, uh...
1: I was coughing my head off, so I don't actually know what you guys are talking about. What, what's the problem,
0: Arjay? Uh, last year from the Commodore, it's um, Robert Vaughn.
1: Yeah, Robert, Robert Vaughn. Was, yeah, right. he was a
0: yeah, man Vaughn. from Uncle, and also right. he was in the cruise ship episode, too. Yes, I can't remember the name title of offhand of Columbo, but yeah, yeah. But so yeah, well, so listen to I'm, the I'm
2: sick that day. By the way, if when you do that episode,
0: oh, the cruise ship one or the last <laughs> not the, the cruise locomotor?
1: ship. One. Oh, okay, got it. Less yes. the commodore. All right, got so. it. I'm gonna go okay. watch Last Salute when we're done with this because I'm just uh, we. I'm gonna pull. That I know. I've heard.
0: Up. I've heard nothing but bad about it, and I have never seen it, and so I'm. I'm kind of perversely looking forward to it, but then also like, oh, maybe it won't even be funny in a terrible way. It'll just be terrible.
1: I feel that way about the Parker Stevenson episode.
0: Which one's that? Is that a
1: 90s one? I swear you guys talk about it all the time, don't you? It's a 90s episode?
0: I... are you talking... Oh, Parker Stevenson. No, you mean George Wendt. They're easily confused. Uh They look the same. (laughs) They look the same, those two guys. Virtually identical. Yes.
1: from, any, from more than 10 feet, you can't tell them apart.
0: Because, yeah, you Kirstie know, Alley was married to Parker Stevenson, and she was on Cheers, so that's where you're getting confused.
1: You know, I think I'm just thinking of Parker Lewis Can't Lose.
0: Oh, that was a wonderful <laughs> as I, show. As I often do. Garrett like Graham, who would have been a wonderful Columbo villain, by the way. But anyway. <laughs> yes. I think he would have been good. Anywho. <laughs> I thought, you know, while we're on this thing, while we're on this, like, uh, diverted subject of people um, who've been other Columbos... Um, uh, Molly Hagen was on another nineties episode, murder Smoke, and shadows. The one with, um, uh, yeah, yes. you know, it's, it's yeah. funny.
2: I, I watched that one, um, the night before I watched this one. And oh, okay. so I noticed it right away.
0: <laughs> well, I saw so. that when I saw that, uh, originally when it was originally on in 1989, Yeah, I liked it. And then I watched it uh, a few months ago or started watching it. And I didn't uh, like it and had turned off after five minutes. So I'm looking forward to getting around to that one.
2: Yeah.
0: And when we get there, Fisher Stevens as Steven Spielberg. Or Steven, S- Steven Spielberg. Yes.
2: <laughs> and and also, wait, a poor Cyrus Bean not seeing his murder coming. So.
0: Oh, right. There's spoiler yeah. alert. Everyone. <laughs> by,
1: by the way, it was Fisher Stevens I was thinking of. I think oh, that. oh, really? <laughs> not Parker. Parker Stevenson. <laughs> okay. All right, I feel better now. I'm oh on, my I'm gosh. on
0: Let's get... Okay, so, Butterfly and uh, in Shades of Grey. Yes, we'll probably get <laughs> uh, back to the actual watch, just, episode. Like, let's talk about our, the... our lack of pedigree to do this podcast. So, uh, let, let's talk about the, the, the basic title of this episode. So, I, I saw that. I, I uh, went on the Google, thinking, oh, that title, it must be a reference to some line in some novel... Or actually, John, you thought it might be from some poem or something I like thought that? It was, a, I th- it was so pretentious sounding, I yes. assumed it had a poem. And the only references you can find to that phrase online are to this episode. So, I don't know what it comes from. I have no idea why this episode is called Butterfly and Shades of Grey, because those words are never spoken once. Right. Well, there's no, there's uh,
2: no... part of it is um, there's an early reference to... Um, when uh, Jerry, the victim, right. is talking about uh, talking about Vicky, mm-hmm. the daughter, that she needs to burst from her cocoon to escape from him. So right. She's, I assume a... at least half of that is, is that. She's a... a and I noticed this. She's another Iron Rat. Yes. Ready to burst from yeah. her
0: cocoon. Yeah. And, and
2: that character is... Is like about anti-Ayn Rand as you can get. So I wasn't sure what <laughs> yeah. that
0: reference came from. But but how, exciting, it, yeah.
1: how exciting was that? This is like, I think the first time on a television show I've heard Ayn Rand's I know, I was,
0: yeah. I, was, I, I was shocked when I heard that line. Like, wait, what? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the guy's ostensibly a conservative Republican talk show host, but still, it didn't really seem too much like an Ayn Rand follower. Right. No, like part. I said, you yeah. seem
2: more like a, a Buckley style.
0: Yeah, a and. Buckley, then,
2: George Will style conservative.
0: And and the, the adopted daughter, she, of course, didn't seem like that at all, but, all yeah. right, sure. <laughs> Give it to her. But maybe the
2: book's like that. Maybe. It could be. The book is all about a brilliant radio, talk radio producer who it's, it's an anti- blows up a radio station.
0: Yes, it's an anti <laughs> uh, Atlas Shrugged. Who is
1: Fielding Chase? I and mean, just put those bumper stickers We're Talking over. about
0: those people back. <laughs> The peep going back east. Obsess <laughs> that phrase back east.
1: Her book's called At Last Shrugs.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. And it's uh, me- oh, I, I got a note here. So speaking of uh, wonderful puns such as that, uh, so there's that great scene when Columbo first gets in the scene, uh, the murder scene there, and uh, he's talking to that one uh, beat cop. And, oh my God. and Columbo, which I like that scene a lot, because <laughs> yeah, it's just Columbo doing comedy routines about cell phones.
1: Yes. But all right. And that but, cop
0: loved him. <laughs> oh, he was yes. laughing. He loved it. It's great. But there's a <laughs> the thing where uh, Columbo says, oh, I suppose there's an eyewitness. And when I like luck, like, he said, Actually, Lieutenant, not an eyewitness, but an ear- <laughs> witness." Oh, ho, ho. And everyone did laugh.
2: i like to think you know uh, i have to mention something about that scene though and you gotta i and i'm trying to figure this out because he with about the cell phone he talks about his cousin dominic
1: who who has the thing
2: apparently glued to his ear but later in the episode he mentions cousin dominic to shatner and i'm wondering are both stories true is only the one he told the cop true is, yeah, I know. Is this is definitely, one of, definitely one
0: of those things. There's definitely one of those things you never wonder. see
2: the relatives mentioned to the cop and the murder, uh, murder in the same episode. Right. So I, I was trying to figure out uh, if there's a cousin Dominic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't sure. know.
1: There, there might not be because he was uh, first off. That was Officer Davis. I think he was talking to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, he was having so much fun making Davis laugh. Yeah. He might He might have made it up. He yeah, might maybe. I also like to think that Columbo went home that night to Mrs. Columbo and when she asked how his day was, he said, Oh, I gotta talk to Officer Davis. Oh, he loves when I do my bits. <laughs> he just he was such an appreciative audience. It was kind of it was a not a well acted scene, but it was a lot no, of No, it
0: was just really weird and then just going on so long about cellular telephones and yeah. about whether or not they cause cancer. And the thing about that, it's like eh, we're still talking about that. 21 yeah. years later, we're yeah. still talking yeah. about that. Until Lembo was bringing it up, like, two, three times in an episode.
1: <laughs> I was big then. in the 90s, though. You remember it that? Now, like, yeah. yeah. Like, there was... I knew some people who were... If you handed them a cordless phone, they would just drop it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And now <laughs> we don't care.
1: Now, Now we literally never put phones down.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see in a few years. Maybe, maybe Peter Falk was right all along. We should have listened to Columbo.
1: What was that? Was that an accent of some sort? I thought at first you were trying to do a Peter Falk, which no, no, I know I wouldn't I wouldn't
0: do that. I would okay. not do that. I wouldn't do that to this show. <laughs> That's a bad thing. So, uh we
1: haven't talked about also one of the most Columbo-y scenes in the episode, which is uh, when Columba goes to question the ex boyfriend on the mm-hmm. set of a soap opera.
0: Oh, yes! Oh, yeah.
1: And wanders in to a scene of extras dressed as homeless people. And
0: they just assume he's one of the uh, extras who's supposed to be homeless. Like, oh, just go. The shoes are a nice touch. Get over there. That yeah. was
1: a good line.
0: Oh, it was wonderful.
1: Oh, I don't know if that was improv or if that was part of the script, but it's perfect. And, it, the, actress, it was.
0: and the actress is so angry at him until she finds out he actually is a cop. And then she's like, right? oh, you're great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I, I noted that this was a twofer, because we often get Columbo mistaken for a homeless person. And Columbo often interrupts a TV shoot.
0: Yes, that and happens a lot so too. We got a
2: twofer. Yep. Got yes, it both at the same time.
1: We also had one where the uh, the murderer asks Columbo to leave him alone thinking he's just a passerby.
0: Yes, yes. that's right. The car like I'm sorry, that's I'm important, I'm busy on the phone. Yeah. What? <laughs> but a bit of an anomaly. It's a famous person yet Columbo has never heard of him. Columbo's never heard of his radio show nor has so his wife yeah, exactly. So there's not a thing where it's... Like, in fact, the Columbo said, it's like, oh, and here I thought he was some kind of DJ or disc jockey. Right. Being on the radio. So there's
1: There would be, in the older episodes, there would... Since a book was mentioned, mm-hmm. Columbo would have read the book and made a big deal about... I've been reading your books, sir. Yeah, and
0: he didn't read his books in this at all. Oh. That's an interesting diversion. I just assumed,
2: you know... Because I, I always assumed that half the time, Columbo... Knows who these people are and doesn't really care for them because what little we see of Colombo's entertainment preferences, it's to classical <laughs> music and opera. And or
0: football. in this case, or in <laughs> this case, not even classical music, but uh, what Perry it, uh, Como. and, and uh, then Louis Armstrong. Not this rock and roll stuff on the radio these days. Yeah, he can't. He can't make uh, a of it. Although so. I
2: thought that was for the benefit of David's, too.
0: Yeah, Honestly, that probably yeah. was. Yeah.
2: Playing the old man bit, uh, so I just assume that they like <clears throat> Colombo I think usually lies a lot about being a big fan. Uh, I think in this particular case, it was just a sign of contempt. That's hard. He's like, I'm not oh. going to pretend to like you.
0: Yeah, probably <laughs> You're a maybe scumbag. Maybe doesn't even like his politics. Maybe <laughs> yeah. this is some indication that uh, Columbo, uh, not exactly your most uh, right wing of people. Yeah. maybe he yeah. doesn't agree with that. Who He's knows? Political,
1: at, political at all. I can't see him being, you know, ardently right-wing. He seems like a very live-and-let-live live type.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So a libertarian. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Maybe yeah. he uh, likes Lyndon LaRouche. Who knows? Pot, pot <laughs> and <laughs> private <laughs> property. That's it. Pot and private exactly. property. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, speaking of property, uh, you know, I'm sure Columbo has also gotten to a point in his career where he can judge the guilt of a suspect by the size of his house.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So this is a good one. <laughs> and not this, for, uh, afford that one on a policeman's salary?
1: Yeah, yes. this this one basically has a garage on tracks that goes up a mountain. <laughs> so, yeah, that guy's too rich.
0: Well, even that too. Like it, it's it, it was a great thing. Another great thing for Shatner to have is like a high class. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of really good class stuff in this. Yeah. Uh, going to Shatner's house, and Shatner's like, "Does your car leak?" <laughs> it's like I mean, oh no i gotta take care of it yeah but i mean that's a great thing uh and the fancy yep. restaurants too right uh pretty much like the 90s version of frank nelson getting all flustered because Columbo's going to the table yep and a fancy ass restaurant right that's when a great Maid- class thing too yes when the maitre kind of d think followed of it, there's it. a
2: lot of classic Columboisms. Like you get in the late eighties yeah. and nineties. So, but they made them all organic. But yes, they There's fit. a lot of them.
0: Yeah, they are the, uh, also um, the uh he goes to the uh, funeral. Yeah, uh, he the goes victim. to funeral. And and uh, where um the, the the daughter she asks like are you in the habit of going to funerals for your victims? And I'm sitting there thinking yes, yeah. all the yeah. time. He says, oh no, not usually. it's like, yes, he's always doing this. So that was a nice little touch. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, you're No, Alex, you're exactly right. The fact they threw that stuff in, but it fit. It yeah. Didn't, it didn't feel like shoehorning nostalgia. It's like, no, it fit in the episode. It yeah. all kind of worked. It I, just I
2: counted worked. three, just one more things. If, I don't know if anyone's keeping track. That seems to, yeah,
0: yeah you're right. There's like three or four in there. Yeah, no. Yeah, there was a bunch we, we of We got there.
2: Shatner calling the commissioner to pull him off the case. No, not Shat- the commissioner. Class?
0: The mayor. Or, yeah, the, the mayor. mayor. Right, and then the mayor called the commissioner. The commissioner called uh, Columbo Superior, who then really called Columbo on the carpet, he said, "Yeah, for like an hour. And you're on the carpet. You're screwed.
2: Yeah. Right, I, I'm pretty sure that when, when, uh, whenever uh, someone actually calls the commissioner on a Colombo case, I, I'm sure by the mid-'90s, it was like, well, He's guilty.
0: Yes. No, it has to be. Yes. <laughs> I bet, I
2: bet, I'm sure that's just the department consensus. Oh, he did it.
0: <laughs> You're right. Except for Dog, this thing ticks off so many things on your Columbo bingo card. Oh, yes. yeah. For sure. Again, it, it did avoid a lot of, like, I think in
1: this one, this far into Columbo, if he had said his wife was a big fan, that would have felt a little fanservice-y. Yeah, man. So that, that's a I'll, very smart. Although, in
2: point. fairness, uh, when he was talking to the ex-boyfriend, he did say that. uh oh, you she know, like, he doesn't watch soap operas, but she loves.
0: Right. Crazy. Yes. 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 Well, that makes that's
1: that's fairly sensible. She's she yeah. is a uh, at home wife and mother.
0: Oh, and there's also there's the there's the uh, the bashfulness at uh, yep. the implication of alternative lifestyles. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh. He has that too. Man, you're right, there is just so much of the old Columbo stuff in here, but it doesn't feel like they're just doing it just to do it. Like it actually just kind of works. Man, th- th- this is even better.
2: Yeah, and uh, we, we even got a lot of the classic Columbo uh, uh, double entendres uh, where, you know, another homicide detective might have taken that to heart
0: thinking <laughs> right right it's, yes this
2: is like someone trying to establish a rock solid alibi for himself. right yes
0: yes yes where, he, where he's just telling you like yeah i know you did it but yeah. uh, i was gonna make you a little nervous here throwing you off yeah yeah oh and, my God. Uh,
2: but chase never figures it out which is I, I love it when that happens too when when they're just so contemptuous of Columbo that they don't even notice right that colombo's toying with them
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so this
0: Oh, uh, and... the, uh, one thing I loved a couple times. Um, things I almost want to integrate into my day-to-day life, interaction with people. Um, Shatner, uh, when he, uh, the um, reporter guy confronts him at the hotel, and he says, Oh, good afternoon, so-and-so, and good afternoon. Yeah, that's a good That's bit. great one. And then uh, the later on, there's another one about that, where um, Colombo's at his house. Where the heck is it? Oh, can you find your way out? Good. Like doesn't wait for the reaction. <laughs> yeah. Like those was... are things like, "Oh, I wish I could uh, unload those on people," cuz those are wonderful cold just jerk yeah. phrases. I love it.
1: I just wish I could stand up straight and swat people with the back of my hand.
0: Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> and then and then threaten to murder them because that actually was pretty that's pretty effective.
0: And then, and then, and then yeah. be awkward looking around <laughs> at the, the the 150 people in the lobby like Oh, a disgruntled employee. Ex employee. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's okay. That makes it fine. <laughs> <laughs> that you said you're going to kill someone in front of a lot of witnesses. <laughs> oh, ah, yeah. Shanner was such a good villain in this. He was great. He was such a good jerk villain. He, if they and, do and bring he, it back.
2: He, he, he checked off all the classic Columba mistakes, too, uh, yep. leading him right to. Oh. Here's like, what I, one I think of these happened. Finds. Yes. <laughs> Like, drove him right out to make sure he saw the files.
0: Yeah, trying
1: to to be buddy with him at first and then turning on him. That's always a mistake. And
0: and the thing is, like, it's not even... They go the extra mile. They go beyond him being the murderer. They go beyond him covering it up and being a terrible person that way. They add that thing in with the senator and that actress making him even sleazier and even more evil and even more yeah. terrible. That whole scene oh, at yeah. the restaurant with the, um, the, the guy who played the, uh, uh, the agent for the actress, I loved his thing because that whole thing felt like something from some film noir a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's go get you cleaned up. Thank the man. Oh, like that yeah. was That's... wonderful, the way the guy played that. Yeah, and It was just such a great thing to throw that in. In case you didn't hate Shatner's character enough, here's a little bit more to make you think he's a yeah. terrible, terrible jerk.
2: And and what was kind of interesting is because he had the fights with Vicky about, you know, we shouldn't be doing these sources, we shouldn't be playing these seesaw tricks, but he felt confident going, going and doing it anyway. Yes. Basically loses right. Vicky doing it, and it makes me wonder if Jerry wasn't the guy holding him back this whole time. Like, uh, you know, because they established him as the main researcher and the reporter. And he right, and saying, like, hey, I couldn't, find, I couldn't
0: find, yeah, he was telling him like, I couldn't find anything in the story, yeah." so you got so nothing I, here.
2: I wonder if, in a way, that, you know, partly he didn't want Vicky to leave, but it had the extra bonus of basically killing his conscience in a way right like yeah. like
0: killing yeah. whatever sort of credibility his media empire had mhm and then once yeah. that guy was gone that's it it's just going to degenerate into just sleazy nonsense that no one yeah. is going to take seriously yeah that oh, might have well, okay. it might have just
1: been what pushed him over because once jerry's first off he's liberated himself by murdering jerry and now he gets that sense of power that he can do anything right <laughs> I'm I'm about oh, to link this into a really dumb way, so hold on a
0: second. Oh no, no, go ahead. Uh, do.
1: Well, uh, the reason I think I'm thinking that is because I was trying to remember what else Brian Markinson, who played the agent, was in. And of course, he was in FX's Fargo. Uh, in a, a small role, mm-hmm. um, but Fargo is uh, both the the first season on the series and the movie is a actually much more on the series is about a a, a scared man and a timid man who gets away with murder and. Or for a while anyway, and then it emboldens him and emboldens mm-hmm. him and emboldens him uh, to, to the point where he seems actually invulnerable, and that might have been what was going through Chase's head Well, no, time. that
0: comes up a lot in this show where someone, yeah. as opposed to well, I mean, they'll commit the murder, I mean, it, it's from the start from the Gene Barry, the very first episode Um, they commit the murder, and you feel like oh, I killed a person, I can do anything I can get away with this mm-hmm and so you feel like oh anything you do it, like no one can figure this out cuz I'm a genius. I'm a rich, mm-hmm. wealthy, yeah. I'm powerful. I am brilliant. No one's going to figure this out. Especially this what, what what do you call him in this when he showed up at the uh, the house the um funny little man from the police department? Yeah. Yes. Is certainly not going to Yeah, be because able to the it down
1: uh, the story he learns about the senator Admittedly, in a real political environment, you you could release even the truth and that would kill him because there yeah. would be enough suspicion. But the story we get, if we believe it, is not only innocent, it's really quite noble. Yes. Right. Very. And he doesn't have any evidence. But he nope. decides to go through with it. There's a, there's a real – it's very lucky for, for Victoria, frankly, that Fielding gets nabbed because yeah. probably next on his to-do list was her.
0: Yeah. Yep. Probably. Yeah, I think so. That's a oh, nice little and, level evil.
2: And if I want to, by the way, um, speaking of sleazy and uh, uh, that Winters being his conscious kind of thing, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but he calls um, Jerry Mr. Winters the entire time until he calls him that last time to make the appointment to call him at four. And then oh. calls him Jerry again then. Then he calls him Jerry. Jerry, right. give me one more chance. Jerry, let me talk this out. Until yeah, then it's Mr. Winters.
1: He's definitely being oh, well, he's, yeah. try, he's trying to seem very friendly uh, so, and desperate. Yes, more than even. He's being like, you know, you do me this favor, do me this favor. And he's trying to seem so yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a really wow. well done episode on a lot of levels. And I know. boy, the, yeah. it's just the two pay guys who drop the ball. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. There, there's even Makeup. a little thing, you know. The little thing you notice is that he wears a plaid jacket going into Jerry's house to kill him, and he <laughs> gets rid of it. He's got a leather jacket in the next scene. Like even little stuff.
1: Gosh, I don't know favorite. if I noticed his plaid jacket. It yes. was so subtle. Oh my god, that ab- that outfit, by the way. <laughs> oh, the
2: hell! It reminded me of it's *Bait and a Murder*, actually. The oh. the outfit he wore in *Bait and a Murder*. Oh yeah, the big. Oh, big going catapults. to the
0: deli. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh. it's just so noticeable. That's the best part. And I know that <laughs> might have been the point was to get people to see it and remember it, but mm-hmm. oh my god, it's just, you can't miss it.
0: It's weird, yeah. It's, it's very, very wife, my, my
1: wife was just laughing when she saw him in it. Yeah. Oh
0: my god. Oh, and, and, and but also, like, the kind of... Oh, another great thing that uh, highlights uh, just how kind of uh, corrupt and weak this guy is. The uh, Him doing, like, the big speech their realtor is lunching oh, for a huge check and yeah no, uh...
1: tiny check that was the important
0: part oh right yeah 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 uh, well this uh, <laughs> yeah. size wise it was a large check i know normally they hard. give
1: you these giant checks but uh, it's one of the screen caps that's going to go on the tumblr because i loved the image of him yeah. holding up the very small check
2: yeah oh yeah my my wife pointed that out she's like they give you big checks at these things what's going on yeah <laughs>
0: Well, then Winters brings up the fact that, like, oh, you were, like, uh, just completely eviscerating these guys on the air a little bit ago, but now you, they're going to give you money, so that's it. Yeah. You're completely fine going and being friends with them and everything else, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a nice That was a nice character touch. It was pretty mandatory. Also nice to have a speech going on where Columbo wasn't summoned to the
0: mic. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That, too. Uh, <laughs> That would that would have been like the uh, trifecta of all the other stuff. We are just going to get that in. Oh, perfect! That's it. You're on the board.
1: <laughs> he just talks Italian on the way up. Yeah. <laughs> and then we find out. Oh, this reminds me. So we talked about the, that that meta theory last last episode of the podcast uh, about Columbo's killers being the stars of their own TV shows that go wrong.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah.
1: And I had been. I was trying to think. It'd be a sitcom. <laughs> this would be a sitcom, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, sure, sure. As oh, a yeah, conser- the, the a right-wing hard
1: and her liberal yeah. daughter. Oh, and he's got a gay assistant. What? Gay yes, assistant?
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. it's a, a principled uh, journalist assistant who's doing the investigative stuff. It's like, oh, always trying to ring him in, ring, like, or uh, kind of like wrangle him in. And special guest Richard Klein. Wait, is yeah. this?
2: Wait, did you just describe news radio?
1: Hey. <laughs> 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 oh no, poor Matthew!
0: Oh, God! <laughs> Jimmy James
1: murdered Matthew in this world.
0: No, oh, something else that Just... set
1: off a coughing jag. Oh well. Wow.
0: Well, let's um. Oh hey, uh, let let's talk about that ending. Sure. That ending. The Chekov's no gun. Ending. Yes. Oh, that which is a great setup. It's yes. a wonderful setup where. So there's a thing where one, it's it's a fun thing because actually that's another Columbo thing where Columbo's mm. just showing up out of nowhere, reading all a...
2: 33 files. Yes, because they might link to the murder. Might, you gotta cross your T's and dot your I's. But 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 so. it's a but
0: it's a really good uh, comedy thing where he's starting to describe some vital clue thing, and then just stops like, oh, I, I set a fire in the trash can. Hold <laughs> on <laughs> to frustrate I... him. Could not stop laughing. That was great. <laughs> that with was a, a great and put so it out with fun. a tiny cup of coffee. <laughs> just, but you know, he's doing that just to frustrate. Yes. Shatner, just to throw him off his game. Yeah. It's for that undercutting thing. It's for that underestimation Start, thing. Starting a fire to unsettle him.
1: <laughs> yes. That's a good strategy, to be honest.
0: But it's such a great, <laughs> but it's such a great villain thing, for yeah. him being over and and then Shatner going like, "No gun." So I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Uh, no good. It, it's you're, you're a peculiar man. I Have to remember that. Which yeah. Which is such a great setup for then at the end, uh, when he remembers Columbo doesn't gun, and he's uh fixing to blow him away with a rifle from the yeah. trunk of his car, which yeah. is kind of dark. You don't always see that in these. No.
2: But it's a, it's a good thing he did though, because otherwise I don't think Columbo actually had a case. So you know, I don't think Oh he's really get him for attempted murder? I don't think he's gonna get him for <laughs> the actual murder.
0: So. Well I think I think I, I don't know. I think setting up the well, you know, you maybe you're right. I, yeah.
2: I think what they they have here what they have is they have enough evidence to establish not wanting to get caught as the murderer uh for him to commit murder. Like they have enough evidence to prove that he had motive to commit the murder, right? Because they don't uh, have anything for the attempted murder of Columbo. But I don't think they had enough to actually get him for the murder,
0: right? Because they don't have anything to put him at the scene.
2: Right, they uh, just have
0: that maybe he maybe they don't don't have evidence he was even trying to like pawn it off. Yeah, it was maybe the key is the only way they could go. You're right. Well, there's also
1: there's also the conversation he had with the book agent Mm -hmm. to kill his his daughter's book deal, which could could provide motive. Maybe. Right. And then, much much like the podcast Serial, it might all depend on cell phone towers.
0: Yeah. Oh, right.
1: Yeah.
2: But I, I, I think goading him into trying to kill him was actually, like, the clincher. The the, <laughs> the gotcha. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you, you, this
1: is- you, know, you, you, you wouldn't have tried to
2: kill me if you weren't actually the murderer. Right. That's, like, the clin That's, you know, the, the admission. Um, I, I think without it, you, he lied about where he was.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's Maybe you it. can put him at the scene
2: that way. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. His excuse that's for true. calling from the car is pretty good, and and yeah. you have to wonder like how much further do you drive before you do get
0: a signal? Oh no. Yeah. Well, Columbo yeah. yeah. said a mile down the road. Yeah, that's it. I'm that's I'm assuming much.
2: that well, I mean Columbo had the phone, so he probably knows the mile marker.
0: Right, <laughs> where yes, you can right. a call. He'd been working like and the previous exactly day for how hours. Far away it is. Yeah,
2: so, um, uh, but
0: uh, I mean, the uh, thing is like that plus the public threatening to yeah. kill him. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot yeah. else there unless he confesses. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if a guy like this, <clears throat> he's gonna get like a good attorney. He's gonna get a oh, whole yeah. bunch of like conservative activists and pol- politicians on his side too.
2: Yeah. He that's probably, why that's he, why you need ten cops there saying he had the rifle out and was ready to use it. <laughs> but
0: that's just exercising his constitutional right. <laughs> so you never know. This guy probably didn't go to jail, maybe.
1: I, I like to uh I like to imagine he got um uh oh, why am I blanking on the uh, Hugh Creighton's <laughs> services as defense attorney. Oh there you go, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was a Creighton's Law episode.
0: Because this was before Creighton went down. Yeah. So there you go. He oh, wouldn't still, it be. W-
1: he was that still working. S- so would been like that's going to be a wonderful bit of head for me? Yes. That, that Hugh Creighton defended most of the killers Columbo put away.
0: Up until he went to prison himself, <laughs> right? And actually, most of those guys
1: never went to jail.
0: They all got off. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, geez, that's not a bad idea. Yes.
1: We're getting the we're getting like the Columbo single universe theories. Well, the
0: thing is, also uh, Creighton. I mean, it's not like he just started uh, practicing law in the late nineteen eighties.
1: No, no, he probably been practicing since the seventies. Yes, maybe.
0: so he could have been working on a few of those cases back then too. Hey,
2: who do you think took Creighton down?
0: My God! <laughs>
2: so that, that's it. That, that's my head cannon. Columbo figured out.
0: Debbie yeah. Coleman, Debbie Coleman has been getting people murderers. off. <laughs> getting rich people. Wow,
1: Columbo, Columbo's the chess master in this scenario. Yes.
0: <laughs> Playing a long game. No, he's the antibody, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the antibody jokes. He's the, anti- he's the antibody to the Creighton virus, which has been going through television since 1974. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, finally killed it. Finally took him out. This is a
1: solid, solid philosophy. I'm it's, sticking with it.
0: It's insane. <laughs> it's an insane philosophy. So, I, I, well, I, I'll I, go last. Uh, well, let's go through. Um, Alex, uh, you, you weren't familiar with this episode? I can't remember. You weren't or were familiar with this I, 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 I was pictures? not. I
2: hadn't seen it before I agreed to do it. And,
0: and, and uh, were you uh, surprised? Were you pleasantly surprised? Uh, how, how did you feel about it once you finally saw it?
2: Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised. It, it had the feel of uh the 70s episodes. It had a lot of the classic Columboisms. Um it was even a little padded like a classic Columbo yeah. episode. Yeah. Here so, and there,
0: but not too uh, much. Uh, not yeah. too
2: badly, but yeah. So, uh I would definitely give it uh 4 out of 5 miscolored mustaches.
1: Oh right. no. Oh,
0: <laughs> nice. John. Someone, someone picked it up. Someone's someone's uh, fringing on your turf there. No, oh, what is this? Our
1: twenty seventh episode, and someone finally took me <laughs> yeah. up on its challenge. <laughs> About time. So
0: basically, you got off. So basically, Alex, Alex, of the folks uh, from from the front uh, bit of this thing where we had to do seventies episodes, uh, make him do nineties. I think you may have gotten off easy.
2: Uh yeah, yeah just, I think you're probably a right. Bit.
1: This might. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Be doing like a survey of the 90s episodes over the next couple weeks, I'm pretty sure this might be the best one.
0: Okay. Oh, good. Good, we peaked a little early. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> Not to, the other ones aren't terrible. There's a lot <sighs> to enjoy and all of it, but they're uneven. You know that.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, I, I'm well aware. Uh, John? Yes, sir? Uh, how much had you seen this one before we swallowed for this, and what did you think?
1: Uh, Let's see. I watched it on Sunday night, and uh, before that, I think about a year and a half ago when I bought the DVDs. okay so big gap although like I say I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it. Uh, my wife seemed to enjoy it when we watched it last night. So it's a if you if you're going into the 90s and you you want to at least see one example of them doing it right this would be a good one to pick
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I do want to ding it for not having a cinematic experience which I think is kind of essential to a good Columbo.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Which I think yeah. is also
0: maybe a Dennis Dugan thing, but yeah.
1: Possibly, or it just, might just be the 90s, because they didn't really do Bother. Much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the interplay between Shatner and Falk is great. Oh, it's wonderful.
0: That, that I was guess. like 80% of it there, yeah.
1: I, I'm going to ding it also for, Vic, the, for Vicky Chase not having a lot of agency.
0: Mm-hmm. In the yeah. story,
1: she was an object of desire, uh, or she was like a political toy for a lot of it. And I feel and like she ended
0: up getting out at the end until like the uh litter agent came and picked her up in a car. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, really strong episode, somewhere between seven and eight, just terribly painted pictures of Fielding Chase's dead wife.
0: Oh, no, dead, <laughs> oh. G- dead, uh, Girlfriend. Oh, dead,
1: dead, not, not even dead
0: girlfriend. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even yeah. get dead married. Dead
1: object of affection. I yeah,
0: guess. they didn't get married.
1: Yeah. Like, her yeah. mother, he just...
0: her mother. He was in love with her, let her go, regretted it. She got married to some guy, got divorced. Yeah. He went to her just as she was dying of cancer, and then adopted her daughter who looked just like her, and so he wanted to do her. Oh, that's the worst. Oh and... creepy. That... So creepy. It... He only, had three, he only had three mementos of their love,
1: which was yes, her daughter and two really shitty paintings.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. And anyway, seven, seven to eight of those out of I, ten. I, I was yeah. extremely pleasantly surprised by this episode. I was expecting I was like, eh, it might be okay, but uh, given the uh, other 90s ones I saw, I was like, "Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, it was fun to watch. I'm going to give it eight and a half... Oddly placed Smokey the Bear PSAs in the background out of oh, 10.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's
1: what I'm that getting was at. That's weird. Yeah, that's something you should think about in production is what are we going to have play on the television set?
0: A fake if... newscast and then a weird Smokey the Bear public service right. announcement very loudly in the background on an old 90s big screen TV set. Sure. Why not? That seems natural. Uh, rich conservative radio host guy be watching that while he's doing the, the rowing machine. Great. Because yeah. uh, been... they're free. They're free. You can put them up yeah. there.
1: It's that and it's Liz Lemon's uh, intro to her failed talk show. Those <laughs> <are>
0: good. <laughs> oh, good Lord.
1: Oh, uh, before we go out, I just want to say uh, Richard Klein is still alive. So if they do uh, a revival of Columbo, he's got, he could be a killer or the other guy.
0: I think uh, William Shatner is a killer and Richard Klein is a gentleman in his firm. Yeah, there we go. That's the first um, episode right there. 2016. Let's go.
2: I also wanted to add uh, that because one of the cameo appearances uh, Shatner's housekeeper was was Quan Lee uh, from Night That's Court. who
0: she was. I couldn't figure it oh. out. That's who she was. Yes. And oh, I gosh. Thank you for that doing both, Thank you.
2: Both John Larroquette and Harry Anderson would have uh, Harry Anderson would have made awesome Columbo murderers.
0: I th- yeah, uh, Harry maybe. Anderson in
2: his prime would have been like a Dick Van Dyke kind of
1: murderer. Where he seems like, like a really nice image. guy,
0: but it's like yeah. guys playing against type. And John Larroquette—he had a didn't he have a mystery show? John Larroquette.
1: I think there's a joke about the John Larroquette mysteries. <laughs> there,
0: no, he had a mystery show. Let me see. Did he really? Hold on, look it up talk amongst but anyways, shows. he would have been a
2: he would have been a classic like Robert Colt type murderer, yes, so, I
0: mean, he was just I'll mention that fantastic it yes, was, a, it was a series called Mcbride, oh oh yeah, 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 on the hallmark channel
1: uh earlier today, I was in a conversation with some folks about people we would have liked to see as murderers on Colombo, and I pitched since we're in a night court mood, I pitched a fully bearded and fully haired Richard Mall. Uh, oh as, oh geez. as a Charles Schultz-like cartoonist,
0: oh, who's, l- who's
1: losing control of his characters, and murders the uh, the person who seems to be inheriting them.
0: Oh, gotcha! Yeah, that would be a good one. We were talking
1: about one. how Columbo never had, uh, which is a real staple for murder mystery TV shows. They never had a cartoonist or a comic book artist.
0: Oh, so that was
1: my that was my offering.
0: All right, yeah. that would have been a Ed- good one.
2: I, I was also thinking that if we revive Columbo, uh, Will Wheaton has to be a Columbo murderer.
0: Oh, some guy who runs some, some sort of Star weird. And... He, he's yeah. an aging. He's an aging guy. He's an aging uh, venture capitalist guy. Yeah. Who's who's being like pushed out by these younger fellows coming in? He's not too old himself, but he's feeling desperate. Mm-hmm. And there's like someone who has some new uh, like pharmaceutical thing or whatever, and he just kills him for it. Yeah. And he's got the money for it. And he just figures he's smart, rich. He won't be figured out. And then, oh, uh, well, there you go. You got Columbo coming. Mm-hmm. Huh. There we go. If, if
1: we had to pick someone from Star Trek to to be a murderer, I don't. I don't think Wheaton's on my uh, top ten.
0: I think I would. I could see him doing. Saying that now, though, I think they could work.
1: Yeah. I ha- Patrick I Avery, Stewart, of course. Avery Brooks. Oh yes. Oh here I you go. Avery Brooks. Would be great, Brooks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just terrific. Um. Mike, I was thinking, I was trying to think if Michael Dorn could play like uh, a football player turned coach.
2: I feel like Michael Dorn would be yeah. more like a fall guy. Yeah, he's
1: like, so yeah. he's so he's so like affable. It's kind yeah. of hard
2: unlikable. We yes, have Terry Farrell be the murderer.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> there you I go. And uh, Jonathan yeah. Frakes, because Jonathan Frakes is basically the new. Oh shooter. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Definitely
2: uh, have them. No, uh, not visitor would make a great Colombo murderer. We don't see
1: her enough
0: in stuff. Yeah. Oh no, no, God, I, for- I completely forgot yeah. about her. Is she still doing stuff or no? I don't know. Uh,
2: I think she's doing some plays. I think she's got a play she's doing with Renee not I can't pronounce his last name. Oh,
1: I, she's got yeah. gray hair. And yeah. Renee yeah. Abergil would not make a uh, pretty good murderer.
2: No, he would be actually. Great. They would make a great. A uh, murderer couple team. Oh, yeah. like in
0: um um the the British. Yeah, like yes. uh, Let's
2: let's make that one only better. Yeah. Not terrible. I yeah. think I'm gonna th-
1: I'm gonna throw out the best possible Star Trek murderer. I challenge you guys to top this, considering. Mm-hmm. But it should obviously be former Mrs. Columbo. Kate oh really? Yeah. Oh. No. How if do you, you think g- she
2: ended up in Wakefield Federal Penitentiary?
1: Come exactly. on.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: I I think that would be a beautiful little loop around. I, it would help us yes. redeem uh, her unfortunate existence as Mrs. Colombo.
0: Oh well, yeah. Probably. It wasn't yeah. her fault. I know That's it was something true.
1: else's, but
2: no. I it's a great idea. And heck, you could bring on Jerry Ryan to uh, do a uh, femme fatale role. And, you know, helps helps lead her to Janeway or
0: I. Mean, <laughs> I, I, w- <laughs> I would like to point out uh, my rank hypocrisy. And that whenever uh, Doctor Who comes up, I'm like, ay, stupiders. And yet, I'm completely fine with talking about Star Trek people being on uh, hypothetical Columbos all the live long day. They're... Well, you know,
2: in fairness... So put
0: that in your little phone booth and smoke <laughs> it. In fairness, there's a
2: lot of uh, Star Trek connections in Colombo. Yes, there are. Yeah. Yes. Um in in fact for a Shatner episode, this had surprisingly few. I know <laughs>
0: Star Trek connections. Exactly. The only I'm one glad... the only one was at the giant foe in the lobby, though apparently yeah, from what his, uh, that his novel. So yeah.
1: Alright, we did a really bad job of ending the show,
0: by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we got to the end and then started talking about Star Trek people. We got first. our second oh, wow. wind. We could not All have been right. worked. Well, thank you, thank you, Alex, for coming back, and thank you for picking this episode. It was fun to watch.
2: Well, it was fun to be here. And if uh, when we run out of episodes, you want me to come back just to talk about every possible Star Trek actor murderer who could have been on Columbo, i mean.
0: Sure, that'll yeah. be a that'll be a bonus episode at the Actually, end. I kind of like that idea. <laughs> That's not terrible. Ta- yeah, that would That's be. Yeah, right. that could be a bonus track. Let we'll, us know. We'll think about time. it. Yes, yes. Uh, well, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to the program. That's the show for this time around. Uh, If you want to listen to other episodes, new or old, uh, you can, of course, go to JOMTPodcast.com or go in the podcast section of iTunes or whichever application you use to listen to such things. Uh, We have a Twitter upon which we uh, respond to people, we answer questions, we post things occasionally. Uh, That's Twitter.com slash JOMTPodcast. We have a Tumblr where John, like you said before, posts... um, Screen caps, further thoughts about the episodes plus anything else we find there so follow us there that's uh jmt podcast if you sense the theme there is one uh if you want to write to us uh it's you know what i have not brought up the email in such a long time it's, it's colombo at the city desk.net uh we will we'd love to get an email from you folks we haven't solicited in a while but uh please do we uh, send in letters uh, plus, you are the comments on the site. We like to uh, read that, see what you folks think about things. Uh, but yeah, that's the show for this time around. I'm RJ White. I'm John Morris. And uh, we'll be uh, back next time. I might sound weird, but uh, thank you. Weirder. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, weirder. We'll talk to you then. Thanks. Just one more thing.
1: Coming up, direct from his Los Angeles studio, the hard hitting, controversial commentator and analyst, Fielding Chase, who plays no favorites, pulls no punches, and tells it like it is.
0: Yeah, Hey, this is uh, RJ from Philadelphia. I'm a, a long time listener, first time caller, a huge fan of the show, field Fielding. I'm a- Kind of nervous it's, uh... It's my birthday today.
1: Bless you, my darling, and a happy birthday to you.
0: Oh, well... well, well <laughs> thanks. So, um... Uh, anyway, I was, I was thinking... Um... Lately. So, like, uh... Ten years or so ago, we had, uh... Um... Bob Hope was alive. And, um... Um... Steve Jobs and Johnny Cash, they were all alive. But, like, in the, uh... Yeah, in the last 10 years, they're, they're, they all died. So now we have uh, <clears throat> uh, no hope, no jobs, and no cash. You know, because, uh, yeah, no hope, no jo- jobs, no cash. <laughs> yeah. I
1: know exactly what you mean, my inarticulate friend. But you know as well as I do that unless and until the president is empowered with a line-item veto... This country will continue to hemorrhage hundreds of millions of dollars on dams for rivers that don't need damming and roads that lead nowhere.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, Thanks, that's it.
1: Thank you for your call, and God
2: bless you, sweetheart.